think we're ready to kick off. Uh, Lacey, what do you reckon? Yeah, cool. Yeah, cool. All right. Sounds good. All right, cool. See everything all right. Yeah, everything's cool. Everything's in focus. Everything's cool. All right, I'll just uh, roll on in. And welcome to the Pager Train. Uh, This week uh, we have on the show Alicia Louise, um, uh, uh, solo artist, um, recently uh, on Triple J uh, Unearthed, number one for uh, weeks and weeks um, with her uh, single um, uh, uh, My Everything. Uh, Welcome to the show, Alicia. Hey, Ross, thanks for having me. It's great to be on. Um, I've been meaning We've to been trying inter- to do this for quite a while. Yes, that's right. We've talked about <laughs> it for going. a while. Like, we have talked about it for a while. Like um, I, 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 I've been dying to get you in the studio. You've been traveling around like uh, absolutely crazy. Um, I, uh, but it's even during COVID now, we're all in lockdown. So here we are doing our lockdown episode, yeah. AD train. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I've been meaning to, to wait to get you to come through Sydney, but it just doesn't seem to mm. fit together. So next time I get you in the studio, it'd be great to have you in the studio and have a couple of drinks. Oh, that sounds awesome. I can't wait. Um, I'm meant to be in Sydney now, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I was, got cancelled. Yeah, of course. Yeah, everything cancelled. <laughs> um, the next two weeks is just just crazy. So well, but, but let me thank mm. you for being on the show uh, in this lockdown episode. Um, but um, uh, you, just as I did the introductions, there was, you know, a song that you've done, um, My Everything, that was on the Triple J uh, Unearthed for, I don't know, three, five weeks. I can't remember now. Um, what was that? What, what, yeah. what inspired you to write that song and get that going? <laughs> uh, well, My Everything is, I suppose it's a song of love, uh, missing someone who's on the other side of the world, which I think many can relate to in this time. So many haven't been able to see their loved ones in a long, long, long time. So, yeah, that's really what inspired my everything. I wrote it on the hollow body electric guitar and then the producer I was working with, Michael Flanders and also 8-Ball Aiken, suggested, let's try it on the ukulele and brighten it up a little. So, yeah, it's sort of like a happy, happy love you, I miss you song, but, yeah, hopefully not too soppy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I uh, look at uh, going to one of your shows like you've, you've been around. You've definitely been around the bush going over to Europe, going over to the States. Um, uh, I, I got to see you in humble little uh, Wollongong um, doing a pub gig. Um, <laughs> cool. Yeah, you Long certainly had. Yeah, that was was that 2017, oh. I think. Somewhere around Could have been. Yeah, sounds, yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, you were doing. I think you were on yeah. tour at the time uh, doing the East Coast. And yeah. Um, yeah, you certainly had some stage presence. Um, I because it was one of those pub gigs, you know, you know, you know those gigs where you're just sort of in the corner of the pub. You've got some of the pub, but then you've got the bar, and you've got all the people that walk in and out of the pub. Um, I, I think it's a good, it's a good signal. Hopefully in. Yeah, yeah. Well, the thing. <laughs> Hopefully the walking just, in. Yeah, the ones that are the walk-ins going to the bar that you, you made a lot of people stop. I think your stage presence is quite strong. Um, uh, clearly a talented guitarist, but I think also your. I know, just you, 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 you take up the space, you, dra- you draw attention. And I think you have a lot of really good stage presence. Cool. Um, oh, thanks. Yeah, but just, uh, so speaking of that, though, you've done the, um, uh, uh, the Country and Western Festival in Toowoomba. Have you been to that? Uh, let's see, Toowoomba. I, have, I went to Toowoomba a long, long time ago, but I don't think I've played a festival there. I have played, okay. uh, maybe I think of Tamworth. Tamworth yeah, Tamworth, country. sorry. I did this uh, before. I was talking yeah, to Mr. before. I'm like, I always get those um, uh, Toowoomba and Tamworth always mixed up. Yeah, no, Tamworth. Uh, yeah. yeah, the Tamworth. Tamworth, yeah. Yeah, I sort of hang on the edge of Tamworth because I'm not really that country, but 
uh, yeah, sometimes people sneak in who, who don't play a lot of country or, or I'll play a little bit, you know, <laughs> and, and get away with it. So <laughs> being on the, um, yeah, being pretty on the much everyone come down show. to Sydney. Well, every, yeah, just, just hanging out on the, on the peripheral. I, I quite like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good to get away with really. I'm um, being, uh, going, being able to go between, you know, um, rock to blues to, to country to, you know, sort of an alternative pop sound. I think you, yeah, you certainly do have a lot of, you have a lot of um, uh, songs in your bag, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah, I, I guess I tend to lean towards the progressive rock or, uh, yeah, that's kind of what I lean on, you know, head back to Hendrix and, you know, I love Yes and Allman Brothers and, and all, all that sort of stuff, Cream and Eric Clapton. But yeah, now and then we'll, yeah, jump over here, jump <laughs> over there, frolic around a little. Well, I think it's head back home. <laughs> yeah, so that well, that that brings me to the next question. Um, so, um, uh, that 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 rock sort of vibe—that's where you sort of find yourself. What what in, what what sort of motivates you to get into that space and, and write that kind of music? Oh, well, I suppose it helps if you've got a drummer and a bass player in the room with you. That really helps. Or just plugging in and turning up loud—that <laughs> always helps. Uh, which <laughs> it's a funny thing to do in lockdown. Now that I might turn it up by myself, but uh, yeah, it's nice to share the, to share it with other people. Like um, you know, sometimes collaborating with others. Oh yeah, just plug and turn it up. That's that's always a winner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think um, it's a big part of um, uh, music actually. Like I, I find when I try and write lyrics without music, and you're just trying to sort of put things together, um, I find mm. it way more of a challenge when I when I'm in a jam room with someone. I think when you've got an open chord, a lot of things can just start with an open chord and get that collaboration going in a room. So it's interesting to have a beat and something to work sure. with. You do need those kind of platforms. Um, so do you find when you do your writing, do you, do you just sort of sit with a guitar and sort of come up with riffs or are you more of a lyrical driven person? Uh, pr probably more so the riffs, uh, riffs and chord progressions. Uh, however, I'd, I'd like to really try and do it the other way around. Like pretty much what you said sounded really inspiring. Just see what comes out, you know, pick a rhythm uh, or, or, or a, um, you know, um, a topic of the songs that, you know, I'm sort of dabbling with that, but yeah, it's often guitar started and might try a few different tempos or try a few different things. And, and of course, structure and the story, how it fits in with that. So yeah, guitar is pretty much where I lean. Yeah, yeah, that's- <laughs> dabbled with some piano. Yeah. <laughs> mm. yeah, look, I, yeah. I, 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 I'm the kind of guy that needs the stickers on the piano. Uh, that's uh, <laughs> tell me where I'm going. Um, <laughs> well, I did find it useful when I was um, uh, trying to do chords and trying to, um, you know, move between octaves. Knowing some chords on a piano could be good as a vocalist, going into those spaces and, and exploring, uh, exploring your voice. But um, mm. yeah, definitely in a jam room, um, being amongst other musicians that you can communicate with, I think that's where I've done. Um, a lot of exploration with my voice, um, mm, working cool. with uh, working with heavy metal, and you know it's totally fish. I know, but I think I think there's um, I think the similarities is like having communication amongst other musicians. I think that's that's inspiring. When I when I've been around other musicians and you're forced to work a little bit as well, because are, are you are you someone that's um, uh, driven to um, always write solo, or do you um, collaborate a lot with other musicians? Hmm. Uh, probably more so solo. However, in my more, more recent years, um, have have really enjoyed the collaboration. Oh no! In saying that, I've been in bands like you know when I was younger, and we 
yeah, it was full on great collaboration. I, I hardly sang, I just played guitar and throw it over to the singer. It's like, here you go, you do it. And, you know, yeah. so it's been a blend over my lifetime, but yeah, I suppose I still keep the hang out by my, I, you know, I don't mind hanging out alone <laughs> um, <laughs> and work on stuff. But, you know, of course, yeah, as you say, having musicians you trust and, and really respect putting uh, their, their slant on it, it's, it's pretty cool because, yeah, if you can make, create art that's going to be something else beyond ourselves, it's um, other people hopefully will connect with it better uh, and hopefully it sounds good. Yeah, hopefully. Horrible. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> I think there's, there's definitely like a, um, uh, a um, uh, I don't know, I always find myself in a paradox when I write music. So um, when, I, when I perform, I feel amazing. It makes me feel really good. Um, but um, at the same time, you want people to enjoy the music that you're putting out. You know, you don't just, it's not just about you, it's about them as well. So I find it a selfish, a selfish and a selfless sort of thing, doing music. There is, there is that self-gratification for your music, but there's also the, the entertainment. Yeah. Um, yeah. And hopefully, uh, um, yeah. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, hopefully, you'd think that the audience would connect with when you're really, really vibrant on what you're doing, that they would be like, wow, I can, I can totally feel that. <laughs> yeah, I've seen you in a room do, do that. I've seen you do that. I, I've definitely seen you do that, where you've taken command of a room um, just by the sound of a guitar and a voice, you know, um, with a and you had a really cool drum, uh, drummer. I uh, ended up drinking like half a case of beer with that dude. Um, <laughs> Simon? Uh, Simon, yeah. Big shout out to Simon, Simon actually. Hey, Simon. Hey, Simon. Big shout out, mate. Um, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, no, you guys, um, um, yeah, yeah, totally, totally cool guy. But uh, I think you guys mm. had a really good, um, a really good vibe going, and it was definitely a, a stopper. People were stopping for that show. Um, nice. Uh, yeah, totally. Uh, but as as well though, you you did you went through that sort of rock sort of thing, and you brought a bit of blues into it. Um, I think you can definitely see the Hendrix sort of um, uh, influences, especially when you had the guitar up around behind your head and um, <laughs> doing like these pirouettes on stage, going full rock star. That was really cool. Um, Why not? <laughs> Uh, but you might as well. <laughs> you might as well. That's right. You might as well. <laughs> right, but let's talk about your debut album, uh, Into Being. Um, so, when did your debut come out? Your debut album. Uh, I did. I put out the remaster of that album in 2015. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, which is a little while ago. I have done some EPs since then and before then. But yeah, the, and working on the the next one uh, as well. But yeah, as for full length album. Mm. yeah remaster 2015 yeah okay because it's a different <laughs> yeah. beast. it's a different beast going from an ep to a, to an album i've i've never i've never i've never taken the leap in doing an album i've done a couple of eps but doing the uh, doing the album the long form is a lot of work uh, well we thought it was going to take about two months but it ended up taking about two years uh and that's kind of happening with my next one but um <laughs> it, it seems to be a bit of a bit of a singles world now a bit like phones you know we bought small phones and we bought big phones and it's back to small phones and you know, album single well yeah but there's still an album listening audience out there I think yeah. when you're touring around but yeah it's definitely a lot of work and yeah it can cost a lot a lot of time and you want it to sound right um and sometimes I know how to do that sometimes I don't and I try and communicate you know oh I want it to sound like this and you know the producer you work with will either go hmm I don't know about that or yeah I totally get you let's go for that so hopefully the latter if you can find people that are willing to just yeah 
collaborate yeah, it's, with you. It's, it's difficult. You've got to find the people with the right ear of what you're doing. Like I've worked with producers before that didn't have an ear for what we were working on. You need mm. to, in a producer, I think you need that collaborative, um, you know, alignment where you both are on the sort of same genre, the same feel. Um, you need to, I think, um, maybe a little bit of personality plays into it, but I think it's mainly about taste um, and, and, and taste and, and, and um, I certainly experience in prowess. You want a producer that knows their way around a recording studio, but um, you, you certainly also want a producer that sees your vision. And sometimes mm. I think it's, it's I've, I've, had, I've found challenges in the past looking for producers that do that. Um, but uh, yeah. luckily though, the last EP uh, was, uh, was fine. Um, big shout out to Mackenzie. Uh, he was he was really cool, um, uh, but um, uh, but but back back to your. Uh, so it took about two years to do what it was called into being into being. Yeah, yeah, into being. Yeah, so yeah. just into being. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, when when you do a whole album like that, is that is that all at one story, or is a whole bunch of separate stories, or is it is it a little bit of both? Mm, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a really good question. Uh, with that album, I started off with producer Hamish Robertson. Hi, Hamish. And I suppose with back toing froing with him, he was like, oh, this song's good. So I just sort of showed him a whole bunch of stuff that I had been working on or that I was working on. And then he helped pick out what he thought was the best stuff in that, in that thing. And as for genres, well, I suppose it kind of was a slightly genre hopping album, mm -hmm. uh, but we kind of didn't care because it's like, well, you know, this is this is my music, and mm -hmm. I don't really want to squeeze into a little box just because people say I'm meant to. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I suppose it's a bit of both from, from what you said there. But you know, when you put it together track by track, you, you hopefully can take the um, audience on some sort of journey, and then they find themselves at the end of the album, and hopefully they want to put it back on again. <laughs> Yeah, you definitely want to be replayed, right? You definitely go, oh, well, I've listened to that now and that's over. Um, you would definitely want that replay value for sure. Um, Especially in this world. Yeah, totally. Point zero, 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 three cents point per play. Oh, wow, you got yeah, a good deal. You got a, you got a great deal. That sounds like a fabulous deal. Um, <laughs> I, I think my first, my first royalty check, up. my first royalty check, well, not royalty, um, I think it was APRA, my first APRA check was like two dollars thirty or something like that um awesome. oh cool yeah. you remember your first one that's great yeah oh. I, I didn't it was interesting to figure out like when you start out as just a um, a budding musician and when, before you start even performing um you just want to play music and then you start performing at venues and you realize there's a bit of a business behind the whole thing and um yeah you want to get paid for your work at some point um, but what I didn't realize is that you can have the cop when you have the copyright to your own music, you get paid to perform your own music. I, I didn't know that. That's part of mm. what a performance, uh, that's what part of APRA is. They collect from venues from, you know, uh, uh, revenue that is made at those revenue, uh, at those venues, and you get a cut of that. Um, mm -hmm. But it's a very yeah. <laughs> tiny, <laughs> yes, small uh, cut. <laughs> yes, it depends. Uh, yeah, same with radio and yeah, where it's being played. Uh, you know which gig festival pub um yeah it's i hear you <laughs> yeah well you got to be set up for it um once you get set up at least you got some revenue coming in um yeah. but again though like like you say like 0 0.003 cents per ad isn't exactly a flag to come and join us uh, being <laughs> <a musician. laughs> yeah, that's right Ooh. we're very yeah. successful yeah yeah <laughs> 
Um, but uh, oh, I think I've definitely lost it. <laughs> Oh, uh, but your other, you, you had your, um, I think it was your debut EP and it was called, um, uh, is it called um, Prete? Like as in Prete? Oh, oh Perte. Uh, that Parte. was the second EP, I think. Yeah, Perte. Yeah, that's an, that's an EP. Um, well, my very first EP was Heaven or Hell, but Perte, which I can't pronounce very well either, um, <laughs> is actually Italian for, for you because I was playing in Italy quite a lot and I just, I love the, you know, the Italian language and the food and the wine and, and the people there. So I dedicated the name of that EP, yeah, sort of for my time in Italy. Yeah, okay. Uh, but there's nothing sung in Italian on the CD. <laughs> <laughs> haven't gone that far yet. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I don't know if I could pull that off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's already, already, already a difficult challenge. Yeah, no, I thought it might have, I, was, I, was I was pronouncing it incorrectly. I thought it said Prairie. Like as in oh, prairie. Like oh, I kind of like that. Pretty. Yeah. You're so pretty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but again, though, you it wasn't your first time on Triple J, and it wasn't your first time uh, with uh, my everything. Um, you'd also been on Triple J, unearthed for number one for individual. Um, that was yeah. um, that. Uh, I think that was about ten years ago. Uh, let's see. Uh, I think it was ooh, maybe 2015 as well. Uh, oh, so it was track. only five years ago. Oh, unless you've got something written down in front of you, you might know better than me because <laughs> my memory's <laughs> a bit all over the place. Maybe it was six, no, six years ago. Yeah, 2015. Yeah. Same year I put the remastered album out. I mm. put in, uh, Individual out as a single. Um, yeah, it went to number one on the Triple J on Earth charts as well for about five weeks or three weeks. I can't remember. A few weeks and um, yeah, which was nice. A, a sort of, it's nice just to get a little bit of support from Triple J, mm -hmm. um, and just see if that can help boost you along a little, a little further along. Well, well it, surely it's helpful um, being number one on the Triple J on Earth twice. Um, I'm pretty, you know, surely that does give you a bit of a boost. Well, hmm, we'll soon find out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's you know, it's something I can say. <laughs> so yeah, it's yeah sort of I'm, the, I'm really happy about it. But yeah, yeah, it's sort of the resume sort of thing where you go, oh yeah, no, that's <laughs> that's the that's the thing that I got. Like uh, I, I like uh, for for um uh, my last band after Degenerate, we were in the Triple J Hottest 100 for metal, uh, but we we're in like the 90s, and people go, oh, that's really awesome. You go, yeah, but didn't really get us anywhere, man. You know, like we're still we're still playing in a garage in Penrith. You know. Um, yeah, still, still trying to get a gig, <laughs> <laughs> especially in this day and age. Uh, I mean, well, we, you know, you could get the gig, but it, you know, might be swiped from beneath your feet at any moment. But uh, yeah, you could be loading yeah. your van. You could be loading your van on your way <laughs> to a gig, and it get cancelled for you these day, this day and age. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, oh, I mean, the terrifying conversations. I got a gig coming up. The terrifying, terrifying <laughs> conversations. <laughs> yeah, <sorry. laughs> yeah, that's right. It's sort of like a forced break. <laughs> do, do other things. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, you, so you were mentioning before, um, uh, just before we started the show, um, that you've been working uh, because you've been playing way too much guitar. Uh, you've got uh, a couple of uh, a, a hand injury at the moment, so you've been working on your voice. How's that journey been going for you? Um. Yeah. Well, it, this is a place I've been before. Uh, Ten years ago, I got tennis elbows re really, really bad in both my arms and I had mm -hmm. to cancel trips to Holland and gigs there and tours around and 
it's something that I just manage now. Um, so recently I've just been getting some, I suppose it's RSI problems in my thumb joints, which is quite a, a necessary part of playing guitar and, you know, mm -hmm. grabbing things and playing. But so I've just been taking it really easy, just listening to the body as frustrating as that is. And um, just doing a very minimal amount of playing. I did a little bit of slide playing the other day and, but then, yeah, so I thought, well, you know, practice the vocals, which is usually a bit tedious for me. I much prefer playing guitar, but yeah, I thought, well, I'll practice some Seth Riggs and some scales and see what's on YouTube and sing along with some stuff, do some recording, recorded some vocals last week, uh, working on the next releases. So um, mm -hmm. at least something's happening. Uh, though I am going to the Adelaide Guitar Festival um, in a week and a half. <laughs> well, it's planned. It's planned. It's, it's planned. Yeah. <laughs> a week and a half of playing and teaching guitar there. So, yeah, I think right. with this, yeah, just got to find a new way of playing sometimes. Just, um, just relax and, yeah, take yeah. breaks when needed. <laughs> do exercises, take breaks, look at your diet. They tell you to do all these things to, to make it better. Mm. But, hey, every guitarist wants to be a vocalist and every vocalist wants to be a guitarist. So that's oh. how it always goes. <laughs> there you go win-win yeah that's it lose-lose win-win <laughs> well the grass is always greener grass is always greener i reckon <laughs> yeah 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 you must love fronting a band just yeah. As a yeah it's like being a hood ornament on a on a really noisy uh truck um but <laughs> um but you know, I, love it. I don't know i, I, I guess yeah i don't know i, I guess you know um I, I think playing it for me playing guitar is more impressive i think like when you sing, like everyone's got a voice, everyone can talk, but not everyone can play guitar. You know, it's something you can't just, you can't just, you know, just hop in and start playing guitar. You can, you've really got to work at it. But with that said, I don't know as a vocalist, I've been working on it for 25 years. Um, mm. It's always, I'm always learning something new. Um, awesome. Yeah, totally. But I, I always worry about the day that I break. Like I, I mean, I, you know, I'm 40 now. Uh, I've been singing and doing this heavy metal stuff since I was 15. And um, I have, I, well, I do sessions. Like I'll do, normally to do a, an hour show or a 45 minute show, I'll um, make sure I can sing for four hours. So I can bring it for that one hour when I'm, when I'm scheduled for a show. But um, yeah, sometimes I go to sessions and I just find it hard to do the four hours. I've just gotten longer in the tooth um the it's a long time <laughs> yeah man yeah. it's a lot it's a long time to be um using that part of your voice you know um that's true so yeah. they're small small muscles really aren't they and um you'd know more about it than i would but yeah there's a lot going on in a small region <laughs> yeah well you know it's your whole body of course it's not just here yeah, but, no, to yeah. bellow. It's like you got to use your whole body, yes. body as a bellow to get through this small part to then bend it to make noise, you know. And that's nice. that's yeah. the, that's one way I look at it. Um, but I, they they teach us to do the zen of screaming uh, to do to develop ah, cool. your muscles in your face and your neck. So okay. um, yeah, the zen of screaming, they'll get you to do. It's a speech therapist. I've forgotten her name. Oh, she, I know. I was just watching her recently. <coughs> I, yeah. Yeah, she's I know who you're talking about. Yeah, it's a great idea. She, they're, they're like they, they've gone to vocalists that are a bit broken because they've done too many shows, and they take her to this. They take them to this speech therapist, and she does the yeah. Zen of screaming. So, like, they do exercises. So, one's like you got to do your scrunch face. So, and then you got to do your wide face, which is so <laughs> wide. We go <laughs> like that. So yeah, okay. yeah. yeah so that's that's what the, 
Well, that's like when you like when you go when you scream when you go ah! and you oh. so it teaches you to it gives that muscle like um it works that muscle so you can hold it longer um and then you do the uh, the press in in so you do the you gotta push like you push your hand into your diaphragm and you gotta push it out with your lungs. There we go. Oh, yeah, so that's all the Zena screaming stuff. I was doing some today, actually. I did some. Um, what song was? I can't. I think I was doing like a uh, a Slipknot song. Thank, cool. thank you, my neighbors. They they know that I like <laughs> Slipknot. <laughs> but, uh, awesome neighbors. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They they must. They, they uh, well. I hope so. Uh, I hope they're awesome. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, so I was doing some uh, Slipknot today, and uh, I think there was this one. There's one uh, rhythm that they do where they just, it barely takes a breath and you can really feel it in your lower abdominal. And I was just, yeah, I'm getting old, man. I'm getting old. <laughs> yeah, well, hmm. new, new balance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, maybe I've still got the fingers for guitar. I don't know. Uh, but uh, I guess that, yeah. By, like, how long have you been playing guitar now? It would be a couple of decades since you were a kid. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think maybe like... 25 years um but like live like professionally um gosh i'm losing track um 20 20 years before 20 years of pro yeah like yeah total pro like <laughs> bit of uni no, and various gigs. <laughs> yeah it kind of catches up doesn't it it does <laughs> yeah go. doesn't feel that long but <laughs> hmm. Well, I do. Speaking of uni, though, if you, anyone who's young is listening and you want to get into bands, I recommend going to uni. Uh, it doesn't matter what you study, uh, because uni gives you a lot of time to start a band, and starting a band is a lot of work, um, and being a musician is a lot of work. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't, do you have a, you have a lot of budding musicians watching this this show? you um, would you say? Oh. I would say so. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. most of the guys that listen to the, most of the people that listen to our show, um, um, most of them are filmmakers and musicians, um, or people that like to go to, um, uh, see shows and to, um, um, you know, see short uh, to go to festivals and things like that. So I also obviously promote made in the West. Um, and I promote, um, shows that I do and shows that I work on. Hopefully I'm doing a festival coming up, which will be really cool. I find out in a couple of days. I've uh, been watching the that that date tick over. It's now the thirtieth of June. I find out in four days. I think if I'm in a festival. Um, oh, cool. Okay. That'd be cool. That'd be super cool. Fingers crossed. Yeah, fingers crossed yeah. to get into this festival. Yeah, because um, yeah, it'd be cool to you know just play in front of crowds like that. Um, yeah, like I've done. I've done plenty of pubs and clubs. Like I've done. I've done those venues, and I want to do an an open air venue. That'd be great. Yeah, so much fun. <laughs> it must yeah, be. We'll, it must be. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we we're lucky enough that Blues and Broadbeach still went ahead. The the festival on the Gold Coast. I don't know. Have you heard of that festival? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we we're so lucky that that went ahead, and yeah, that was outdoors and people and stages it's like oh gosh what's going on here that's <laughs> i remember this like yeah COVID, <laughs> COVID was a funny thing um yeah and it's super fun and so yeah hopefully byron um, byron goes ahead all right in october the reschedule yeah hopefully byron gets up and running they, they've had a few they've had a few blows in the last uh two years um yeah. so hopefully they get their run this year um yeah i really really hope for those guys because those organizers are going for another go 
Um, yeah. So I think they didn't get to do it last year. Um, yeah. So they're going again this year. So I really hope hope for those guys. Um, yeah. But um, it's I think venues are starting to open up now. I think COVID was a strange thing in the arts. Like uh, I'm I'm fortunate enough to be across different fields of arts. You know, from the from filmmaking to to music production and a lot of different people are affected in a lot of different ways and i think art itself was affected i think my writing changed the my the way i operate with my band changed um you know I, so yeah I, I there was a time there I, I think i wrote six songs in like six months something crazy like that something which was very productive for us um mm. kind of died off because you know when you're I, I envy the solo artist, uh, Alicia. I envy the solo artist. You got, you got no right because I can. You can just write when you want. Can, uh, right. Yeah. That's, well. That's, yeah. That's true. I, I suppose it's handy for touring if you're, if you know, budget's an issue or uh, <laughs> space. But um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, you, you could jot down. Yeah, it's, it's, you could jot down lyrics and stuff like that. But yeah. when you're afar, yeah, because you really feed on that interaction yeah when you just right yeah when you're just the lyricist you you, you're the last person on the conveyor belt generally so uh, a guitarist will come up with a riff that riff will then get worked with a drum track that will then be populated with you know more guitar and bass and then that by that time that's when generally the vocalist comes in and goes "I'll, i'll lay these tracks over these parts and here's the chorus here's the verse um here's like this you know deep um crazy opening because we're doing some sort of uh thrash metal tribute um i don't know um but usually yeah for me like i'm always the last guy at the end of the chain of the of the content creation and i'm always the the old hag that's like pestering my band for content you know like just write Uh, me something man let me write while you're not writing i can't write um Uh, i understand right so yeah i do envy the i envy the solo artist for sure Mm. well yeah it's an interesting perspective thanks for sharing <laughs> <laughs> so i usually get that on the pagey train i i i'm uh, i'm always sharing strange perspectives i don't know what it is i think it's just the weird life that i've led um but you know um not that i'm complaining i've it's all it's all very fun i just hope uh, my gig doesn't get shut down and i hope i get the festival is there any other shows yeah. coming up for you other than um uh the gold coast you got any shows coming up after that uh well um as i said before the adelaide guitar festival um mm-hmm. with uh, so we're playing with like ash Grunwald and the hussy hicks um and a whole bunch of other amazing artists in different parts of adelaide and regional parts of adelaide and then there's i'm also part of teaching a winter school down there so we're teaching guitar for a week straight with cal williams jr chris mm-hmm. finnan jules parker I think Ash Grunwald's popping in as well. So that's that's a fair chunk of July happening there. Um, there are some festivals later in the year, um, but some of some of them have said, please don't announce anything yet. So what you'll have to do is just keep an eye on my socials and my website, which is lisialouise.com or join the mailing list at lisialouisemusic.com, L-E-C-I-A, mm. or Instagram and all that stuff. And then I can share more as time goes on and hopefully the the path is clear and everything does keep going ahead but we've got got some things lined up and um, and also yeah a single i've got a single lined up to put out oh you got another single very very is it produced have you produced it yet is it just is it hot off the plate you're ready to go 
Oh, look, it's it's hot and sizzling. It's um, medium rare, just how I like it, closer to rare. <laughs> and, uh, it's, yep, it's pretty much done. It's just got the final mixes to do and it's been quite a collaborative effort, this this next one with, um, yeah, this was the collaborative songwriting and a few different producers on board and um, started recording it in America and then recorded some at home and in um, a studio, a couple of studios in Brisbane. And then Steve James, who's worked with The Ruddles, um, Cold Chisel, um, Screaming Jets, he's, he's been um, injecting some, some, his, some of his inspirations into it um, mm -hmm. while keeping the song how it should be. And yeah, and a couple other special guests on there, which I really can't wait to share as well. Um, yeah, wow, you've got a one, lot going on there. you got a lot going on, Lisa. <laughs> There's a lot crammed into that, actually. Yeah. 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 Oh, it always happens. Every time I talk to an artist, man, it happens every time. I start talking about, all right, so what movies you got coming out? What shows you got coming up? What What are you writing? And there's always this part where they go, oh, well, this is part that I mentioned before. And there's this thing that's really awesome, but I can't tell you too many details about it. Uh, it's under embargo at the moment. I've got a deal that's being signed. There's, there's, there's money on the line. I can't talk about it, but it's great. Um, so I, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a good sign. It's a good sign. When you hear that from an artist, it means like that things are flowing, um, things are working. Um, it's a positive place to have some of that, um, I don't know, a little bit of mystery uh, that's down the road. I think it's exciting. Mm. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Well worded. <laughs> <Stick with that. laughs> well, I think as well, um, I, I, another really uh, a, a thing that um, really blows me away is like, um, um, yeah, just... Um, I think you're an inspiration for people to be a guitarist. I think you really draw people in. I think yeah, the way that you do that, the, again, though, I can't get over your stage presence. Um, but someone that's, um, I don't know, when I talk to you, like I've had a beer with you in the pub and sometimes you can be a bit shy. Um, but um, when when you're on stage, I think you just uh, tear the place apart. I think you draw people in. And I think that's quite inspirational. I'm really, yeah, it was really impressive to see. Oh, thanks, Russ. That's that's great. It's It's definitely my happy place, so... Yeah, I, I appreciate that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, shucks, shucks, you're too kind, you're too kind. Oh, shucks. <laughs> I'm not usually a big talker, but yeah, music, no, no, music should a, say it all. You've certainly done a, a fantastic job today. Um, uh, guys, do not forget to go and check out um, uh, the single, um, My Everything, um, and also some older singles out there, The Individual, um, uh, and of course the album, uh, Into Being. And stay tuned for Alicia Louise's single coming out soon. Can't talk too much about it, but it's coming. And um, yeah, just one more time, Alicia, where can people find you online? You can join my mailing list where you get free music and special releases at LiciaLouiseMusic.com. That's L-E-C-I-A, LiciaLouiseMusic.com. Mm -hmm. uh, you can also follow me on Instagram, Facebook at LiciaLouise. Yeah, but again, the, the email is the best place to go because there's extra stuff that we don't put out on, you know, streaming platforms and stuff like that. It's more, more stuff. Yeah, you need more yeah. stuff. I always, <laughs> I always stuff. agree with that. Go to the website, guys. There's more stuff there. There's more connections to be made and you can find everything that you need. Well, Lisa, thank you so much for being on the show uh, on this awesome. lockdown special, if you will. Yeah, been so great to be on here. Thank you so much. It's really great to finally catch up with you on here and yeah really fun chat thanks yeah yeah thanks lisa thank you very much and, and next time you're in sydney i'll see you in the studio for sure you better <laughs> all right great
And you've been watching The Pager Train. You can find us on Spotify. You can find us on Apple, iTunes. You can find us on Amazon. And, of course, our viewership out there, YouTube. And if you've been watching us on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe and hit the notifications button. Uh, You guys have been watching The Pager Train, and we'll see you next time. All right, that's it. That's the show done. Awesome. Nice nice wrap. (laughs) I've done it. This is episode uh, 86, I think. I can't remember.